0: Hey, welcome to Fearless Presentations. I'm Doug Stannert, CEO of the Leaders Institute, and my goal is to help you become a fearless and confident speaker and presenter. Now, I know that most people who listen to or download the the Fearless Presentations podcast are looking for ways to kind of reduce nervousness and feel more comfortable, confident when you stand up to speak. However, there is a huge, huge part. Of the presentation process that often gets overlooked. And that, and it's really, really critical to helping you communicate better and communicate more confidently when you stand up. You, you have to be saying something that your audience finds interesting. You can be the most charismatic and confident speaker on the planet, but if your presentation is boring or complicated or uninteresting, your skills as a speaker aren't going to matter much. So in the next couple of episodes, I'm going to reinforce a few things that we've kind of covered in previous episodes that will help you kind of design and deliver better presentations so that your nervousness kind of drops dramatically. By the way, this is this review that I'm going to cover on about stuff that we've covered in the past is going to be really, really short because I'm going to include links to those episodes in the show notes. So if you haven't heard or Uh, had any exposure to those first few things, Um, we're going to give you uh, links that you can kind of go back and listen to the other podcasts. However, uh, I'm going to get in, in these two sessions today and next week, I'm going to cover seven time-tested ways to make a good speech, a fantastic speech. (laughs) You can call these things ways to add impact or presentation enhancers, or just ways to make a speech more interesting But these are a few of my favorite public speaking secrets that can really elevate your presentation. By the way, if you're enjoying the episodes, I need to ask a favor of you. Would you mind taking a few seconds and leaving me a great review on your podcast app, especially Apple Podcasts, Spotify, those kind of things. If you, like, for instance, if you go to Apple Podcasts, and and you access the show's main page, you can just kind of scroll down until you see the review section. Just leave me a review letting folks know what you think of the show. Um, the show and all the content that we put together each week is absolutely free, and your reviews kind of help keep it that way. So um, it, it also, I really appreciate the feedback. Uh, by the way, the episode is sponsored by FearlessPresentations.com. So if you're looking for a faster way to reduce public speaking fear or become a more persuasive speaker, we've got two-day public speaking classes coming up in Detroit, Minneapolis, Miami, Washington, D.C., Salt Lake City, Phoenix, and Chicago. Also, Cincinnati uh, just got put on as well. Uh, So for details about any of those classes, just go to fearlesspresentations.com. All right, so let's get on with today's episode. So the title today is How to Make a Speech More Interesting or Make it Have More Impact, right? Uh, so I'm going to give you seven things that you can do to add impact to any presentation. But before I get into the seven things, I need to kind of give you a quick warning. You want to proceed with ca- caution because the these presentation enhancers, the things I'm going to give you this week and next, um, they, they are ways to make a good presentation more interesting. <laughs> If you're the, – the subtle hint there is that if your presentation stinks already and you add these things in, you're probably just going to make a make the presentation worse. So before you just add a bunch of these impact ideas into your speech, you want to proceed with a little ca- uh, caution. The, these, these presentation enhancers will make good presentations, great presentations, but if you have a poorly designed presentation – and you add in these hands enhancers, it's likely just going to make the presentation worse. Um, that so, Bill Bill Cosby, you know, actually, I grew up before Bill Cosby was a bad guy, you know. Um, so, like in my early days, I remember him doing a, a stand up. This is like pre conviction and everything, right? So, uh, and he like one of his stand up routines, he he asked one of his friends why he did cocaine, and the friend kind of replied back because it intensifies your personality, <laughs> and of course. Cosby kind of respond responded by saying, "Yeah, but what if you're an a hole, right?" So, uh, and always that always cracked me up. That was always kind of funny. It intensifies your personality. Well, these impact ideas intensify your presentation. So, if you've got a good presentation centered around just a few key bullet points, then adding a couple of these enhancers for reinforcement probably going to make the the speech more interesting. However. If you've got a 50-slide PowerPoint slide deck and you add additional content, you're most likely just going to make the presentation worse. So so just like I said before, proceed with caution. Um, I'm going to put some links into the show notes because if you are just beginning to design your presentation, start with an episode called "How to Design Presentations Quickly." It gives a really quick, quick overview of how to design a really good speech. Uh, just as a review, the best way to design a good speech is to start with a great title. Great speech titles lead to great speeches because they explain to the audience the purpose of your speech. The next step is in the writing process is to make a list of just the most important points. Don't try to cover everything under the sun. Try to focus on just the things that are going to be most important to the the audience. The body of your speech should probably have fewer than maybe five key points unless you're doing multiple sessions. Then if you really want to capture and create attention and hold the attention and design a, a more memorable speech, then use good stories or examples to prove that each point is true. So before you start adding these public speaking tips from this episode into your your presentation make sure you start with you know with an engaging speech centered around a central idea a few key points great examples and if you do that then the the tips i'm going to give you today will will help make your presentation more interesting all right so let's get on with the seven stellar presentation enhancers that add impact to any speech so, since we've covered a number of presentation tips and in other posts or on other episodes of the podcast, I wanted to use this episode to just cover a, just a powerful tool or two that 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 some of the best speakers, really, even the best motivational speakers, use to make the audience feel like they're experiencing something unique. So each of these ideas can be, can be a great way to kind of use humor in your presentation, make a lasting impression and and influence different audience members in a in a positive way. So as I mentioned earlier, these ideas work well if they're inserted into a well-designed speech. So there are the three additional ways that you can make a speech more interesting. So even though this is seven, there's actually 10 total Uh, Ways that you can make your speech more interesting. I'm not going to cover the first three in great detail, though, because we just covered them extensively on other posts. Uh, But I will put I'm going to link to each of those other episodes in the in the show notes. Um, but the the first three are essential. They're going to be things like uh, adding stories and examples. They're the first they're the first step to making a speech more interesting. Audience participation. It's more difficult, but it's going to make your presentation more ag- uh, interactive. And then uh, analogies and metaphors. I covered that again uh, a couple of weeks ago. That's the secret sauce to great presentations. So if you haven't heard those those episodes, or if you haven't read, or haven't read the posts on, on the Fearless Presentation website, I would start with those things first. And, and also remember that when you stand in front of an audience and give too much information, that's even worse than not giving enough information. So when you start to add these presentation enhancers in, a little kind of goes a long way. All right. So without further ado, let's, uh, let's cover these seven things that you can do to add impact to your presentation. So the first one is adding in funny anecdotes because they can add impact and humor to your speech. So in other posts, we've kind of covered stories and examples. Um, and and again, like I mentioned before, we'll link to that in the, in the show notes. But a, a personal story or a real-life example from your own experience kind of clarifies the content of your presentation really well. So this technique is also a subtle way to kind of build your credibility on the topic and capture the attention of the audience in a positive way. So when you relay success stories from your own experience, your audience kind of realizes that since you have had that experience, you are an expert on the topic. So those things are fantastic. Anecdotes are a little different, though. Anecdotes can be funny incidents. Sometimes they're even sometimes they're even fictitious. So they could be true. They could be uh, fiction. But basically, these are funny stories that help make a point. Another way to kind of describe these things might be a parable, right? So they can also be a second person or a third person story experienced by somebody else. So let's kind of cover each of those different types of anecdotes in in more detail. So the like a a funny story of some type will be welcomed by most audiences. I I mean, I'm not a big fan of telling random jokes in a speech. However, funny anecdotes that make a point are very, very useful. Uh, The great news today, though, is that you can pretty much just go to Google and type in funny story about, and then just insert whatever keyword is that you've have in your your bullet point, and you put that into Google. You're gonna find something. So once uh, once you find that funny anecdote, just make sure to kind of tie it in with the point that you're making, and then also give the the credit to the author, the person who who um, kind of put that up on on the web that Google found. But that Google technique works really, really well. So just for fun, I typed in uh, funny public speaking failures. So I found this, Jim. While traveling to Japan, I was asked to speak uh, after breakfast about marketing in the U.S. Seeing an opportunity to show off my linguistic skills, I asked my interpreter how to pronounce the words on the distant signs uh, for ladies and gentlemen. And after practicing uh, to myself, I began the speech with, good morning, ladies and gentlemen in Japanese. And this got quite a reaction from the audience. I delivered a killer 20 minutes of marketing wisdom and sat down to generous applause. I I was quite pleased with myself. Only later did I learn how strange my greeting was. One of our hosts gently inquired why I had started my morning with good morning toilets and urinals. That was from Lee Rogers. He's from the Rogers Group Marketing and Advertising. And it was posted on a specific link that I will put in the show notes, just if you want to read that one. Uh, But if if somewhere in your speech, you can make your audience laugh, you've got a big advantage. By the way, stories about humorous situations have another positive effect. Your your natural facial expressions when you tell the stories kind of create powerful nonverbal communication. So these funny stories take a little bit more practice to perfect but they definitely make a speech more interesting. Another type of anecdote that you can use is a second person story or even a third person story for that matter. but they this allows you to kind of borrow credibility from other experts. Now, although your own personal stories help you help you build credibility as the expert on the topic, another person's story can actually be more practical than a lot of situations. So, so like, for instance, if you're a salesperson, Your personal experience using your product or service isn't nearly as credible as a story from one of your customers. Uh, Like, for instance, this this past week, I had a scientist in my class who studied melanoma. Although her her story of actually doing the research added a lot of credibility to her presentation, she got more impact by telling stories of patients who had survived cancer based on the studies that that she had done. So you want to just be careful when you're retelling a story from your own experience. It takes very, very little practice. However, if you relay a story that you receive from another person, you might want to practice the delivery a a few times just so you get really, really good at it. So the second impact idea is a demonstration because that can make a complicated speech more interesting and, and a lot of times easier to understand as well sometimes it's much easier to show somebody a process than to just tell them uh, i'll give you a really good example that i learned early uh, in in my life this sixth grade you know so so uh middle school my teacher had us teach each other a step by step process and she was trying to kind of show us that no matter how effective we think we are at communicating that there can be miscommunication in the process. So the trick was that the person receiving the instructions had to do exactly what he or she she was told to do and nothing more and nothing less than what what he or she was kind of told to do. So our, our assignment was to teach a class how to make a peanut butter sandwich. Should have been pretty easy, right? So initially we said things like, take the bread out of the plastic bag. Of course, when we did, though, the person listening just ripped the bag to shreds and the bread went flying all over the table. Next, we we tried put peanut butter on the knife. And of course, the the, the listener left the knife sitting on the table and moved the entire container of peanut butter to the top of the knife. So after a number of miscues, we, we kind of started discussing a little strategy with the other speakers. And we finally came up with the idea to go to the tables ourselves and have one of us, you know, they voted that I do it, by the way, just say, just do what I do. And then I made a sandwich and explain what what I was, was doing in each step. So we all got an A on the project, by the way. So did everybody else who went after us, by the way. So I, I never forgot that lesson. It's a whole lot easier to show somebody what to do than to just tell them what to do. So this type of visual aid is critical when teaching somebody how to use stuff like software or a new tool, something that they don't have experience with. So the third thing that you can do to add impact is to insert a memorized quote in your presentation to improve credibility. If If you kind of memorize a quote, um, it allows you to kind of borrow credibility from the expert temporarily so like for instance Tom Peters is a famous motivational speaker who uses a ton of quotes in his speech he once said my conclusions are much more credible when I back them up with great sources and I agree you know when you when you quote an expert you're basically giving your audience a second opinion it's also easy to insert quotes into your presentations uh, just like I did with the um, with the adding humor, uh, you can use Google, just put quotes about in Google and then insert whatever topic that you're that you're speaking on. Make sure that the quote that you add are, are kind of short and easy enough to remember though, because a lot of speakers will put long quotes on a on a on a slide or something like that and call that a supporting point and eh, that's that most of the time that's going to fall flat and, and especially when you're when you stand up in front of a group the pressure gets on nobody wants to kind of read a long quote and in addition if you read it to them it's going to sound kind of weird so you'll get better results by entering, in, inserting a a single quote or maybe a, a couple of easy to remember quotes that you can tell your audience verbally. Like, for instance, Craig Hayden in his post, how to use quotes in your presentation, said it really, really well. He said, short quotes, pack more punch. And I totally agree. All right, so that's a good stopping point for this week. Um, We're gonna cover the remaining four impact ideas and kind of show you how to insert these things into your your very well-developed speech next week. So thanks a lot for being a part of Fearless Presentations. We'll see you next week. Subscribe to this podcast and new public speaking secrets each week.